Hi everyone, welcome back to our second episode of His and Her Life Hacks. This is Dawn and Larry, and today's hack is staying in peace in the midst of chaos, transitioning from summer into fall. We have so many different transitions that we're going through that we thought for sure, you know, you are too, and we would share some of our funny stories and transitions with you. So you want to lead us off? Yeah, I think the first thing I want to point out there, Dawn, is that, so if you watch the first one, you're going to, well, you may not remember, but if you do, you'll, you'll realize that we're in the same thing. And so we're kind of new to this uh, podcast game, so we recorded these on the same day. So mm-hmm. for future reference, I think we got to like think about the wardrobe. We need thing. a wardrobe, yes. And then maybe one day we'll have hair and makeup here <laughs> and, you know, camera oh, yeah. all and that, all that. So. so, you know, we'll advance to that. But for now, you get the same outfit. Yeah, so we think this is a really timely, relevant topic, right? Because I think all of us are kind of facing, you know, the transition from what was hopefully a, an enjoyable and, and hopefully a relaxing summer, right? I, I know I find in, in our, our house, right, that the summer kind of drags on. It becomes the dog days after you've kind of gone through some of the vacations, maybe in the middle of the summer, right? And then, but then you hit August and kind of mid-August and you're ramping up, right? Because it's it's kind of, a, these transitions kind of come fast and furious. And I think for us, um, you know, a couple of the big ones are certainly back to school, right? Yeah. So, you know, back to school to us means, you know, my kids, my younger kids anyway, they go to, uh, they go to a Catholic school, so it's uniforms, Right. But then there's also the fall clothing. Right. So it's mm-hmm. not just uniforms. Right. They actually have to have clothes outside of school. And then there's shoes. And you might think, well, shoes, that's pretty easy. Right. But no, there's school mm-hmm. shoes and then there's sports shoes. And then there's, you know, the mess around, kick around shoes. And then there's a specific workout shoe. So it's it's like a whole, you know, complex situation. right? Well, so, I mean, I'm just going to interrupt here because you say complex, but. This is where the men and women perspective are a little bit different because to a woman, back to school shopping is just everything. It's literally like head to toe. We we even doing winter coats, shoes for every season, boots, you know, we do the whole nine yards. So I remember those days very well. My children are now 29 and 27. So I'm not, actually, I am still doing back to school shopping with my youngest, who is a school teacher. And every year we do the same ritual of, school shopping and we do do it all everything from dresses to shoes to hair hair uh bands and stuff to match the outfits so a guy is like more like extreme like oh my god we had to buy five shoes like yeah that's that's a given that's I think. because i think for you it's like a performance right you're out there performing on it's the like stage shopping like, for yes. me it's like oh we got to go to this store we got to go to that store and i have to try them on and all that okay yeah so women are hunters right <laughs> so we love to hunt touch feel you know all that good stuff so and yes has, and you guys do a good job of it so the other big thing that we have too is we have a couple kids going into or in college right and so this year you know you move back to college but this year was a bigger year because Two of them are being outfitted into apartments for the first time. So, you know, it's not just making sure we get them back on campus. It's making sure we outfit the apartment right. And, you know, what's key, and I don't know if you have college-age kids or kids are going into college, but the coordination around trying to figure out what's going into the apartment is critical, right? It can make or break that experience. So I had one child who it was well-coordinated, and I think a lot of the parents were actually kind of jumped in on that, right? But everybody knew what was everybody, what everybody was bringing, the size of the beds, you know, the bedspreads, and who had extra stuff and maybe didn't have to buy, and what food and kitchen utensils and all that stuff, well-coordinated. And my other child, it was literally, I think, like a couple of days before, like, hey, who's bringing pots, and like, who's bringing silverware, and who's bringing, you know, 
glasses and plates and so forth. So that was a little more chaotic, making sure the Amazon trucks could actually get in there in time. So there's a lot of effort that goes into that transition. Um, and then, of course, then you got to move it in, which for me, there's two different colleges. Two, it's a weekend experience for both of those. So Yeah, exhausting. Fun, but exhausting for sure. Yeah, and then the next one would be uh, older children transitioning um, out of the house, you know, so they, they're starting in their careers and they're starting to really want that space of their own. Um, not really sure about how to go about doing it, but um, we had a funny experience recently with the older two boys who wanted to move in together and the younger one was a little bit more eager and excited just to get out. Like it didn't matter where or what, what kind of apartment it was. And those two went and looked at an apartment. I happen to have worked in the industry for a couple of years. So I, <clears throat> I know like the right questions to ask or what to look for or whatever. And maybe some red flags, you know. So of course the younger one came home and was giving us some of the details and I was like, that that has a lot of red flags all over it. You know, would you mind, could I, as a parent, just kind of jump in there and, you know, set up a tour for me to just kind of preview it? And, of course, when I got there, there were many red flags. So I highly suggested that it might not be the right choice for them. And, you know, as in life, right, everything happens for good reason. So it was a learning experience, you know, a couple learning lessons in there. You know, let's not jump on the first one. Let's not think of it's good enough. Let's think, you know, I deserve greatness. So why not look for something that's better or, or not just good enough, right? And um, maybe not make such a rash decision or something. And maybe us adults have some knowledge, you know, maybe bounce it off of us adults or whatever. But in the end, they actually, we all laughed about it and they loved, you know, that we got involved. And um, next thing you know, something perfect opened up the next day. It was actually like this big, beautiful town home. And we knew the person and, and it's gorgeous and it's what they deserve. So that's where they're moving into. And you know, life happens that way. So, yeah. And then what? So then we well, have, then, you know, and then as you're going through, there's, there's the regular stuff in life, right? There's the, there's the medical things that you have to deal with, right? There's dental appointments, there's well visits that always seem to happen this time of year, right? And I got to get their sports physicals, right? And there's, you know, I, sometimes you have the procedure, right? That you have to help a child with and you had to do, yeah. right? Had to, had to get involved with and making sure everything went, everything went all, went all right that way. And then, you know, and then there's kind of the one-offs, right? Like I have a daughter who is uh, who wanted to go get a tattoo. Um, you know, it's not something uh, that she had had previously, and it, but it was important to her. It was she wanted to put something that reminded her of her mom who had passed away in 2011. Um, so she came up with the design and kind of really thought it through, and but was nervous about doing it. So Dawn jumped in and kind of took her and kind of held her hand through it. Right. And, uh, you know, it was an event, but it's something that's important. It's important to them. So you have to figure out how to make time to kind of help them and support them along the way. So, you know, there's all kinds of those things as well. And I'm sure in your households, there's lots of different things as well that you can that you can come up with. Right. But and me before you go any further, like I just want to jump in about the tattoo. You know, when I think of that, <clears throat> it's not just about the tattoo. It was more or less about who she is as a person. She's really not somebody who would do something like this. So this was very much outside of her comfort zone. 
And But it was so important to her, which was awesome, that she was just very strong-willed about this. And, um, and it was a very meaningful, delicate thing. So, you know, we made it nice. You know, we, we went. I did actually hold her hand. Um, and actually, I was shaking for her. So the guy was like, okay, you can't hold hands because you're making her wiggle, and I can't do that. So um, I put my foot on her. So that was like the steady there, the steady touch. But um, <clears throat> she also wanted it written in her mother's handwriting, and I had heard about that little hack once. And so I had traced her mom's handwriting from a baby book to be exact onto the transparent paper, I think it was called, um, which he then took and you know, put into the tattoo. So that's a little hack. That's something I learned. So if anyone is out there, I, I'm not encouraging tattoos by any means, but if you have something like that, you know, that was very meaningful for her, especially because her mom passed away. And now every time she looks at her arm, she not only has this message, but she has it in her mom's handwriting. So um, that was very special. And then afterwards we went and got ice cream because I think ice cream is great for everything. It heals everything. Celebrate everything. It celebrates everything. Yeah. So in my world anyway, so that, that was just like, it wasn't just a tattoo. It was an actual experience. It was a day. It was something meaningful and memorable that I will always cherish. And I hope she does too. And, um, so again, it's like, we're making time for these little things in the midst of chaos, in the midst of our busy life. And, but I always say like, whenever a child asks me for anything, I'm always going to stop and drop everything if I can. I mean, if there's something that I can't move, I, I won't, but um, you know, just some of those things. So yeah, and so we have we have all this going on, and you know, with the kids. In the meantime, you know, we're trying to launch a business, right? That we've talked about on the first podcast, right? Coming together to have this business. We're launching this podcast, right? Which is going to be part of the business to kind of help help spread the message and so forth. And we had our own personal, uh, you know, event, right? And and big important event in our lives where we got engaged, right? And so. You know, we're trying to continue to build our relationship towards the next major milestone, right? And that's getting married. And we're trying to do this while living separate lives. You know, you are you have your place, I have my place, and we're trying to stay coordinated. And I think, you know, it's for us, again, what's the topic, right? How do you stay connected and how do you find peace through these crazy transitions? Um, and I think in the past, you know... My mode of operandi would have been like I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna try to do everything I'm plowing ahead I'm I got all the stuff I have to do at work and then I'll try to fit the kids in here because I know it's important but you know and you're just constantly going crazy you know trying to make everything happen right and you're grinding right and you end up trying to burn out a little bit and and in the end I don't really think you know you have a good experience with it I think your children don't really have a good experience with it because I probably feel like it's rushed or you're but they're bothering you by doing by asking for things that are really important for them. You know, but now, you know, kind of having both come through, you know, significant events in our life where we kind of crashed after burnout and trying to do it all and said, you know what, it, there's life is just more important. There's things that yeah. in life that are more important. Let's reprioritize and, and let's, you know, find our real true purpose. You know, now. And I think some of the, um, uh, I guess the common theme that we have that you probably keep hearing us say is about the children. Um, so everything we do is really centered around the kids. It's also centered around our faith and our strong belief and, and our passions and all of that. But um, the one, like when you were talking about the engagement, it made me think of a story. Like, so we were literally on the beach, just got engaged, and we thought, let's send them like a funny cryptic message. You know, we'll send them a picture and then just my hand in the picture and 
you know, so again, we want to include the kids on everything that we're doing. And so we sent it to all 10 of them. And um, my one was sleeping and missed it completely. And my other one was in the midst of packing for like a going away weekend. So she just simply picked up the phone, saw the picture and was like, oh, cute and put it down. Meanwhile, Larry's eight children were on it. Like they immediately, some of them even had like this notion that it was going to happen and they were on it and they were like, oh my gosh, congratulations. So then my youngest daughter's like, why are we saying congratulations? Like what happened? They're on the beach. No big deal. So it was just, just kind of funny and fun and how all the kids kind of interacted. And um, we do love that, you know, coming together with all the kids, whether it be a holiday or a reason or a season. But um, that was just like a funny moment that I think of. And of course, you know, when I think about grinding and all of what you were just saying about working, I mean... Now the perspective has changed, and I think that, you know, while we were always doing everything for the kids, you would agree, like, we were grinding for the kids. We were making the money for the kids, but now our perspective, I think, highlights, no, 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 the children need us now, so how do we grind around that and do all the things that we need to do, or what can we put aside, so. Yeah, and I think... You know, so kind of coming back to the topic, right? Like, how do you stay connected, right? How do you find your peace amidst this chaos, right? And, you know, I think some of the things we try to do is we try to do it together, right? And so we laughed about the shopping experience, right? But in reality, we just took a couple of days ago, we went with my one daughter and went shopping. And I know you had a bunch of things you were trying to get done and had kind of planned to allocate that time. And you said, you know what? You know, if she wants me to come, I'm going to definitely be there. And, and obviously, you're a lot more uh, or you're more easily accessible to go into the dressing room than yeah. I am. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely yeah. a champion. Like, Larry is no doubt the best dad ever, and he does everything with the kids and even the girls. You know, the girls know that they can talk to him and do everything. Um, but then there's some things that I think that are just more comfortable with the woman and why wouldn't I go? So, you know, I'm literally in the dressing room with the one, um, and both of us were trying on different clothes together. So again, I always go back to the experience, you know, where she's trying stuff on, I'm trying stuff on. What do you think? What do you think? You know, do we like it? No. Then we go out and ask Larry for his opinion. And he's like, I don't, I don't know. And we're like, okay, fine. It's good. It's good. So it's like a whole thing, you know, <laughs> and then we do, you know, afterwards, you know, we, we went and had dinner yeah. and, so again, it was an event, it was an experience, something memorable, she'll cherish it, I hope, and I know we do. And Yeah, so it's a way for us to spend time together, it's a way for us to spend time with them, and again, things that may have been, I may have looked at in the past as, oh, you have to go do that, is now more like, all right, let's just go do it, let's have fun with it, and yeah. joke around, and so forth, and I think... You know, another thing I think for us personally is, is, you know, let's make sure we still prioritize time for ourselves. Because, again, living separately and trying to figure out how do we make the time to see each other. You know, I, we had looked at Saturday night as, well, we, we have to get these podcasts out so maybe we can record on Saturday night. But then we're like, you know what? We had an opportunity to go out with ourselves but we also worked all week yeah, we you know, worked with all the week. kids and, and you know had a friends who went, we hadn't seen in a while close friends and we said let's go out together right and it was a fun night we had dinner and we ended up going dancing afterwards and you know it's just it's just deciding what's most important right and so instead of grinding out the work on a Saturday evening which I don't advise ever anyway but you know we had contemplated it to now taking the time to spend it together and kind of recharging and so forth. So that was great. And then and that's a hack, right? So again, we're always trying to bring you value of the from these videos. But one of the hacks, again, we've lived the life already of trying to do 8,000 things with all the kids and managing everything. But, you know, one of the hacks is 
center yourselves, come together as a couple, you know, make that time for each other, um, whether it be at the end of every single night or whether it be, you know, an hour during the day, like maybe you have to have lunch together because that's your only time, whatever that is. I know Larry and I, we, since we started dating, always FaceTime um, around like nine or 10 o'clock at night. And Maybe we've talked throughout the day, but it's business-related for the most part. But at night, it's just seeing each other's face since we don't live together uh, and can't come together that way. But um, I think it's been great. I think it's always connected us. Even during COVID, you know, he had COVID, so we were in the beginning of our dating, and it was like 10 days we couldn't see each other. So we, like, built this tremendous relationship during that time just through FaceTime. So Yeah, so I, you know... Whatever your circumstances are, however you're able to communicate, you know, we would just highly encourage it, right? Stay in communication and making sure each other knows that you're you're important and we need to share and, and you know, talk about the day's events, but talk about yourselves and the relationship and so forth. And, and keep things fun and light and not so serious, right? Because yeah. life is serious and it's heavy and it's hard sometimes. But I think when you can laugh about it, I mean, we, we've had so many things go wrong with trying to do this podcast and literally like ready to stab each other and then we come on and we're like laughing about it because at the end of the day it is funny you know it's not it doesn't have to be so serious so and I think the other thing we try to do and we and Dawn had mentioned it earlier like our faith is important to us so you know attending mass together on, on a Sunday morning with the kids and just you know starting off the week you know in a great space and a great mindset you know and then carrying that into the week and just you know you know carrying your faith through the week as well and helping it, having it, having a shared faith and then being able to kind of live it out together and, you know, with yourselves and with the kids and so forth, I think really helps us as well. Again, stay connected. So when these crazy times come and they're going to come some more, right, as we go through fall and into the, you know, the holidays and so forth, right, I think it's just important, right, to to kind of do these things and uh, make time for each other and prioritize and, but also, you know, making sure you're, you're spending time with your loved ones as well, so... Yeah, and I'd say that kind of wraps up, you know, what our life hack suggestion is. You know, it's communication, togetherness, keeping it light and laugh, but still, you know, doing what needs to be done. Communication. Making the chores events, right? Making that shopping trip an actual... positive experiences, you know. Trying to do the best in the midst of chaos, like we said. So we hope you enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for the next one to come. And we will not be in the same outfit, I can guarantee you. Thank you for listening in to this episode of the His and Her Life Hacks podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We look forward to having you join us on future episodes. If there is a topic that you would like Dawn and I to discuss, please feel free to contact us at dawn.jacoby at grit2grace.com or larry.ambrose at grit2grace.com. See you on the next one.